Welcome back to Season 3 of the Self-Conscious Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Cortez. And joining us on this week's episode is Sharon Montero, a.k.a. La Loca. Dímelo, mi gente. What's going on? Yes, it's your girl, La Loca, the voice of Tia Gloria on PBS Kids. New TV show, Alma's Way, Monday through Friday on 8.30 on PBS Kids. I'm so excited to be on the Concha Podcast. Did, did I say it right? Did I do it right? The self-conscious. Oh, Diablo. Mira, I didn't have my cafe, como dice ella. The Self-Conscious Podcast. Make sure you guys check it out. All right. Welcome back to a new episode of the Self-Conscious Podcast, Conchitas. So make sure you grab your cafe or chocolate de abuelita. Don't forget the conchas. We are starting a whole new episode this week. Uh, we got special guests. Sharon Montero, and I'm going to let her tell you guys a little bit about herself because I don't want to spoil it yet, but Sharon, how are you? I'm good, my love. How are you? Happy, well, I don't know what day this is airing, so <clears throat> happy day today. <laughs> and oh my God, bueno dia, bueno dia, bueno dia, bueno dia, That's how I like to say hi to everybody. Yeah. Buenos <laughs> dias, guys. I, 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 I like the energy. Yeah, you know, I, tr- I try to calm down sometimes, but it is, you know, it's just who I am. I'm always like this at two in the morning, three in the morning, four in the morning. I'm here. Like, hey. Some people are like, can you just bring it down a notch? I'm like, nah, no need to. You only get one life. No, no, nah, don't bring it down a notch. Like, <laughs> just because I'm not a morning person doesn't mean you shouldn't be a morning person. So you do your thing. I'm just going to. I'm gonna try to get there. I didn't have my cafe this morning, so that's on me. It que la problema? What's the problem? You're supposed to have it. That's like uh, that's more than water. You don't I know. Water. It's drink coffee. I know. But that we just don't got coffee at the house. I was actually just gonna go and get me a cup, and then I got distracted because I'll tell you about my day. <laughs> like now that we're here, I might as well tell you. So for con, this is October sixth. Okay. And I, I feel a little self-conscious admitting this on air, live, but I actually got fired from my job. Get so, out. today? Nah, Monday. Mira, let me tell you something. I am a professional person who gets fired every other day. Okay, no te preocupes. Don't worry about it. Because, listen, that means a door se cerró. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not tripping about it. I'm not like, I'm not faded by it. Like, I know there's something better out there. The fact that I really wasn't that bothered by it showed me that like, it really wasn't like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, that means that was something, something money else. Money can coming. come anywhere, you know? Yes. Yeah, money can come anywhere and I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Pero, I just forgot to get the cafecito this I'll be your cafecito. You know, <laughs> I just been distracted. But speaking of cafecita, I actually have a fun question for you before we get to the the real, you know, episode. My fun question for you is how do you like to prepare your cafecito? You know what? Now I at this age, I find it weird because before it was Mira. Just drench it with sugar and then put some milk and that's it. <laughs> or I would have my mom make it for me all the time. But now I could drink it black. As crazy as it is. I love a black coffee or I Whoa. put um, a protein shake in there, and then I don't yeah. have no sugar, no nothing. I just drink okay. coffee with that. You know, I'm trying to eat healthy, drink, you know, like, 
too healthy thing. Yeah. Know? I gained a lot of weight at one point. So I was, look I'm at trying you. To, I'm trying to lose the weight now. So now I'm trying, I'm very conscious of what I drink and eat, but I'm not yeah. like, I'm not super like, oh my God, I'm gonna count the calories. You know, if I think about it, then I'll take care of it. If not, mira, si con la comida. Give me that penny. You know, we're, uh, we're Latinos. We got it. We, we like a good, we like the grub. We like good food. I'm telling you. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to go to LA and like to go for a friend of mine to go visit her. And then now I can't go. And I'm really pissed because I love LA food. I know you're not in LA, but also I'll be out. I love LA food and I love. <laughs> Oh, well, it's a corn thing. But the mayo, all my Mexicanos. You already know. I know they're yelling at the damn. Oh, is it the lotes? With hey, mayo, lotes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, yeah. God. That is my crack. Oh, second to my mango. What's the mango? Mango is a Dominican dish. It's platano majao. It's boiled, right? So there's two different. There's my bofongo. Oh, there's okay, mango. okay, okay. Mango is more like a soft. Mofongo is harder, but mango is just water. You boil it, you add a little butter, a little bit of leche, and you, you maybe saute some onions, salami, mm. queso frito, and huevo frito. Ah! It sounds good. It is. It's very fattening, though, pero todavía. I eat that <laughs> all day. It's okay. Uh, Oof, that sounds delicious. It is. It is. It is. It is. But I'm very interested in your job situation, but we'll talk. We have all day today. <laughs> yes. Well, going back to the whole cafecito thing, I've actually been drinking it straight black for the longest time now. Yeah. Lo único que hago es le agrego un poco de miel. No, I tried that for the first time. I didn't, I don't know. It was weird. You didn't like it? I love it. Oh, I don't know. It was just like, it was just <laughs> different. But le doy otro chance. I'll give it another chance and then we'll see. Yeah. So somebody told me like, you don't add creamer. Do you not love yourself? And I was like, yeah, I like myself. It's just like I prefer it black like my soul. Just kidding. Ah, but so <laughs> have you ever gone to a Trader Joe's? You know what? I've been to Trader Joe's before. Pero esta vez was the first time that I really went shopping. Got back from Florida and I decided to go buy, you know, just see how much my money stretches out there. Because my brother yeah. loves it. And I went and I picked up some stuff. It was okay. You know, I, I don't understand. But, <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah, they have some good stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. They have like nice Trader Joe products. Yeah. So one of the things I like is their coconut and almond coffee creamer. And it's really good. I'm a little bougie when it comes to my coffee. Mm. Like if I can be. Mm -hmm. So I have a mole la, la leche. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that thing, I was like, I can't say it in English, but it does the milk, thing, the foam, the milk yeah. foam thingy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I have one of those. It's like bougie, right? Like it's so I have one of those. It'll heat up, it'll frost the milk and and make it warm at the same time. So mm. it's fancy. So I'll froth my little creamer. I've got my coffee with the mid <laughs> cooling down. And then I'll add my little creamer. I actually do have the little like decorations and then you put the little cinnamon or whatever, you know, the how some cappuccinos have their like little decorations on top. Mm -hmm. So I was like treating myself and make myself a little like corazoncito or a little star or a little smiley face. And then I drink my little cafecito, not with conchas. As much as people think I love conchas, which I do, I don't really have conchas like, as often. Like, it's, more, it's every once in a while and it's more in the, now it's the season because this is the time where you want to have your panaderia. You've mm -hmm. got your chocolate de abuelita and stuff. But 
it's more i really just like my coffee solito uh in the morning with the breeze it's so um, nice i usually sit as soon as i get my coffee i go sit down in my i'll take a picture i'll send it to you i made this little section in my kitchen a la de la ventana, across from the bathroom, because in case I got to run. I sit down on my little table. I have my coffee or tea. Right now I'm drinking tea because I'm a little sick. And then I, I, I say my little manifestation. I write my stuff down. I do my little sage. Yeah. I have like a whole process. So your, your cafecito with the little thing is just pampering, treating yourself as a whole. I want to do the thing like what you're doing, where you like go and do your like journaling, your manifestations in the morning. I want to do that. I just haven't. I, sh- I can do it. I have the time to do it. I haven't pushed myself to, if that makes sense. But now with like the whole job situation and all that, I was like, bro, I got like basic because I'm getting paid, even though I don't work for them anymore. They're mm-hmm. paying me till the end of the week. So I was like, all yes. right, basically, I got like a vacation. Mm-hmm. So might as well finesse the things I've been wanting to finesse, get myself organized. Because to be honest, between you and I and the Conchitas that they're listening, <laughs> between all of us, I've been feeling yeah. a little overwhelmed, a little burnt out, a little overworked. So I honestly feel like this is kind of like a blessing in disguise uh-huh. just to kind of like just focus on me for a little bit and just do what I got to do. Because I've already applied to other jobs and I've already been getting calls for interviews. So it's like, again, like I'm not worried about not having a job. Like my whole end goal is like, I want to be a lawyer, right? Like I want to oh, wow. go law school and all that. What this, kind of law? I really, I don't really know because there's so much type of law out there, but I do like the idea of like corporate and international affairs and maybe mm. combining those two together because a lot of co- corporate companies have, you know, uh, business overseas and I love to travel. So it's like, I could get the both of both worlds if I really wanted to. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I like that. But Amiga, go ahead the door will open for you to sit down. Like the universe will sit your ass down and then you'll start writing. So, you know, don't rush it. But oh my God. Okay. So when I manifest, mm-hmm. because I've recently gotten into it, it's like new, new to me. Yeah. And like some things have worked, but some things haven't worked. And I just don't mm-hmm. know if I'm doing it wrong or right. But I'm, I'm learning. So mm-hmm. I know like the writing down, that's scripting, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I did like the vision board thing, right? Yes. So, yeah. So I put like, you know, this is my vision board for 2021. Also, not but like a good percentage of those things have come through. Like, mm-hmm. I remember I said I wanted to get a golden retriever and I got my golden retriever. I wanted to do all these cool, like, um, summer things like paddle boarding, hikes, and all this. And I did do that over the summer. I wanted to go to national parks, and that, even though that didn't happen, a good majority of what I wanted to do, you know, despite that did happen. Yeah. And then, like, camping trips, traveling. Because I am going to visit a friend later this year. So, but now I'm planning a trip to New York in November. So I'm going to go But so some things have happened, some things have not. And I don't know if I'm doing it right, if I'm doing it wrong. But at the same time, like I'm, I'm understanding it all has to do with like energy and what you put out into the universe and what you're asking the universe or God, you know, in this case. I do go with appreciating things. But then somebody had told me like, you can't say it and not believe it. Yes. If you say it, you're just saying it. But if you say it and don't believe in what you're saying, it's not going to come through. Yeah, you have to, everything that you say, you have to have like a firm belief that it's yours and it's coming. But 
there's no wrong or right way of doing it. Sometimes the universe says it's not for you. You know, we can say we want a million dollars or we could say we want that person's husband, but maybe that person's husband, I'm just using it as an example, maybe that person's husband is not for you. Maybe he's an abuser. Maybe he's an alcoholic. Maybe he's a drug user. And you want him because he looked good on the outside, but you don't know what's on the inside or whatever that you're asking for. Maybe, you know, you want that million dollars, but it might change your life for the worst. Maybe the universe says, listen, unfortunately, I'm not going to give you that. I'll give you everything else, but I'm not going to give you that. You have to always, when you manifest, thank you for all the blessings that you have given me and all the blessings that you didn't give me. Because maybe there was a reason that you didn't give it to me. You have to be thankful regardless of what you got and what you didn't get. Yeah. Or and maybe at that time, you're not supposed to have it. Maybe you should have it later. So okay. you're not doing anything wrong. But girl, yes, you better continue that manifestation, okay? I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay, like, some <laughs> things work and some things don't. But at the same time, like, like it's new to me, right? Because okay, I, I feel like my manifestations were probably, like, prayers in the beginning, right? Like, mm-hmm. I pray God for this, and I pray God about for But this. you're asking. You're not, you're not saying you have it. You ha- you yeah, say, yeah. And that's, pray for this. Been the, that's been the kind of, like, <clears throat> turn, right? Like, you're asking for it, but you're not claiming it. And then mm-hmm. that's the difference. Yeah. And so you know, you don't got to write things oh. down. You could be in the shower, bañándote, limpiándote, boom, boom. Thank you, God, for this beautiful, <laughs> boom, boom. Thank you, God, for this beautiful job. Thank you, God, that I'm, you know, like, because sometimes, you know, you got to, it's almost like you got to pour it upon yourself. So you're thanking him while the water is being poured on you. Like, and you got to take, you don't have to write things down always. I mean, like I said, scripting is fabulous. But just saying thank you. Thank you. When you pay for your coffee, your cafecito. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God, that I have the money to buy the coffee. I have more money coming. That's, que fácil fue eso. Oh, that's easy. Very easy. Thank you, God, for esta comida que está rica. I know there's more coming. Thank you, God. I was able to pay for this light bill because you got a six-figure job on the way for me. Thank you, Lord. I highly appreciate it. You know, like that's yeah. anytime. And you don't have to say it out loud. Say it yourself in your heart. You don't have to say it right then. You can say it a couple seconds later. Like, oh, I remember. Or thank the universe, whoever you believe. Do you have any like tips and tricks for people like how to prop like how to manifest like for their not necessarily the best way to manifest, but tips mm-hmm. and tricks to to do good manifesting? Just, like I said, just say thank you, thank. Just say thank you. I have this, like I've been doing lately. I for everything, and when I wake up, thank you God for this beautiful day. Thank you God that I'm able to see this beautiful day. Things that He normally gives me, which. We take for granted. And then I say, thank you for my new home, three to four bedroom home where I will be having my coffee every morning and scripting on my marble countertop. I have to feel it and envision what you want. So my home is going to have a nice white countertop. So thank God that the, the walls are going to be painted gray. I will have a nice office when you walk in, you know, like I'm envisioning it. I'm walking into my home and on the left will be my, my uh, office. On the right will be my man's office. Then you continue the open concept kitchen with the living room and the dining room. And then when you walk to the right, the master will head bedroom with a beautiful walk-in closet, Lord, with my new purse. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> with a great view of water. It's going to be very pristine, nice grass, three acres. That's where I really got with my manifestation. I said what I wanted and I got it. Word for word, I swear to you, I've gotten everything that I've asked for. But I felt it. I really like 
poured myself into it. If you're just saying like, hey, yeah, I just want a new bicycle. I want a new car. I want a man, you know, whatever. Whatever you bring at me. Well, you're going to get whatever. It might not be the man that you want. Like, I prayed for this one. I swear to you. Oh, my God. So just believe in what you want. And if you have to write it down, write it down. And sometimes listen to other people's manifestation. They talk about it on YouTube all the time. I manifest this. I manifest this. How did I do it? You know, you could tweak it and do it your own way. So there's no wrong or right way, but the, None. the key is to always be grateful. Be very grateful. Okay. Now that we got the cafecito stuff out of the way, <laughs> and I've been talking a little bit about me, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Sharon? Oh, man. It's so weird to talk about myself. I, you know, I've done radio for so long, so I sit and I ask <laughs> people questions all the time. So that's why I, I feel comfortable just to ask you about everything. But I know. I was like, who's the, who's the interview? Who's the right interview, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> it, it'll, it'll happen all the time. I'll come right back and I'll throw it back at you. And then you'll be like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's all good. <laughs> I am. I'm a Jersey girl. I was born in Boston. I'm a Bostonian. I'm a fan of all Boston. Red Sox, Patriots, Bruins, you name it. Uh, that the explains the accent. Yeah. Well, no, that accent is Jersey. Uh, the, if is I had a Boston, yeah, yeah, it's Jersey, New York, because I work in New York. Where I, like, I'm literally, I look out the window. If I had a Boston accent, you wouldn't hear any R's, not one R in there at all, because they don't have really. Um, yeah, Bostonians don't. They don't. I don't know what the hell they don't believe in R's. So they'd be like, I'm gonna pack the car. I'm gonna go to the bar. You know, a wicked. You know, they just don't say mm -hmm. R's. I don't know what the hell they don't believe in it, but they know in the alphabet, they just don't say it. But I was, you know, I was raised in Jersey. I went to school for communications, dropped out. I'm not a school girl. I, I give props to everyone that goes to school. You especially, because you're going to be a lawyer. God. <laughs> Lawyers and doctors, you're in there for a long, long time. And your bill that comes out, Diablo, I do not envy you on that. Pero I do like the work that you guys do. I, I love to argue. Like, is that why you want to, wanted to be a lawyer? No, it's a little bit more complex than that. But yeah, my family would say, like, it is empty. You always argue. You always want to pick a fight. Mm. Like, because I'm always right. Ah! <laughs> That's what we all <laughs> Like, I'm not picking a fight. I'm just right. I'm proving my point. <laughs> but, like, I was like, might as well get paid for it. Yeah, no, that's right. Mm -mm. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, love, I love lawyers. I, I, would want, I would want to do that, but I think I have more fascination with blood. So, I, if, it, if it wasn't for radio and me really getting into it and you know, falling in love with it, I probably would have been a surgeon because I just love to cut things open and pull things out. So I would have done that. But yeah, I started college, dropped out, and then went to school for communications, like a little technical school that took all yeah. my money. It took all my money, but it was all good. Like I paid $9,000 to be an intern, basically, because that's what the school ends up doing. They help you get an internship, which they didn't really help me. Yeah. Pero they got me for my money. Pero tengo un trabajo. I did radio for a good 18 years. I had it, lost it, had it, lost it, had it, lost it. Did reality TV, now a cartoon. So now I'm the voice of a cartoon on PBS. Se llama Alma's Way. It's all about Alma, who is a six-year-old from the BX, the Bronx, a very tough area. You don't know. It's a melting pot, and it's a lot of Latinos, a lot of Puerto Ricanos, a lot of Dominicans, but everybody's there. In the show, Alma is surrounded by family and friends that are helping her you know, get through life. But her job on the show is to think about things. And that's not something with the kids. Because niño, you know, back in the day, I don't know about you, but mommy, papi, a mí me dijeron que me calle, que me siente ahí. 
you know, don't think about nothing, just shut up. And mm. so uh, this show is completely opposite. They want the kids to think. They want them to, you know, speak up for themselves. So that's what the show is all about. And I play her Aunt Tia Gloria, who is all about helping everybody and being everybody's big sister, which the funny thing is I'm not a big sister. I'm a middle child. Well, I am a big sister for my younger brother, but I'm the middle child of three. I'm the yeah. only girl, so I'm a tough ass. I think Tia Gloria is tough, too. She's a conductor on the train, Ipa. To be a conductor on the New York subway, you got to be a tough broad. And that's yeah, it's the New York subway. It's um, I've heard stories. Oh yeah, girl. Oh, yeah. There's moments that it's cool, like you could just go in, come da, 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 da. the world is fabulous. But I also moment that you out there, like yo, I wish you would. Oh, has a pen. Like I walk around with my pen sometimes like this, because you know you can't yeah. have a night. But if you are gonna come at me, I'm come at you. So I keep, you know, I keep a pen in my hand at all times. A little dangerous, you know. They they'll get you. They got me. Yeah. I'm. I mean, me I'm I got robbed. Um, well, not really robbed, but a little kid snatched my headphones off my head. And it was a beautiful day, honey. It was in an area where it's Times Square, like Times Square, uh, Madison Square Garden. I was getting out of work. I just finished buying some uh, camera and some stuff for work. Yeah. And this little boy snatched my headphones off my head. And I was like, yo, this did not really happen. And usually, That's you know, funny. I always tell everybody, let that shit go. If you come to New York, start first. If you come to New York, no, you, you can curse on this podcast. Okay, okay I know you work for a PB, for a fr- kid friendly show, but you, ah! you can swear here. Nah, no, let me tell you something. That show doesn't stop me. Like they said, I could live my life and do whatever. It's radio. You know, you get programmed for not cursing. But they, I tell people, if somebody robs you, let them run away with your stuff. Your life is more important. But I didn't even take my own advice. I ran after the kid, got my headphones. And went to the police station and told the police, but the cops were like, you shouldn't have ran after him because they're working in group. So they send the kid to rob you. And if you run after them, there's another group of adults that come and break away. And then mm-hmm. you're in there. Like one lady got beat so bad. She, they broke her eye socket, her nose, her cheekbone. It was bad. But for me, gracias a Dios, I, you know, uh, there was some innocent bystanders that were helping me. They got my headphones and we kept them moving. But there was three girls that came to me like, yo, you got your headphones, let them go. I said, no, I'm taking them to the police. But I didn't see them. See, that worked. And I was like, all right, you can have them. I took my headphones and just left. <laughs> but yeah, so, the subway, I tell you, New York, period. It's just, you know, you got to walk around with your eyes open. Yeah. Well, besides that, like, I had a friend who actually went to New York recently. And she was telling me, like, <laughs> there's some big ass nasty ass looking rats in the subways too oh, you don't have to worry about that that's the least of your worries the rats the roaches yeah. you look at them like they ain't nothing like they just a normal person walking in the street i tell you i swear like i mean for me growing up in jersey like it's nothing our rats weren't as big but like cucarachas we had cucarachas everybody got cucarachas so i mean it was nothing <laughs> but the, you know, when you see them the one time you're like oh and then after that, you're like, all right, hey, what's up? Just stay away from me. I'll stay away from you. <laughs> you're, you, you, you're, just, you're just homies with the rats. Like, what's up, Yeah, bro? man. I'm that pipe piper. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, okay. So you said that you got a job. You're a voice actor for Alma's Way. You kind of told us a little bit about that. I mean, you've also yeah. kind of been saying that you're a radio show host, right? Mm-hmm. right? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it feels like there's a theme going on what got you interested in doing that i mean 
I was a kid, all I wanted to do was entertain. I don't know. It was just in me. I always wanted to dance for everybody, sing, and I couldn't sing. I wanted to be on the stage. Like, it was burning inside me. But it wasn't until I think where I knew I wanted to do radio was when I was younger. I would always listen to a radio station here in New York, Z100, which I think everybody has it. It's owned by iHeart. So I would listen to Z100. And then then all of a sudden, my cousin, my God, my God cousins would tell me, yo, don't listen to that because hip hop wasn't around. But then hip hop came. They were like, come listen to Hot 97. It's better, better music. Da, 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 da. So I went and I started listening to Hot 97 and I heard Ed Lover, Lisa G. And I listened to Wendy Williams. How you doing? And then. Um, I don't yeah. like her. No. Oh, my God. Why? We'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then uh, Angie Martinez came on. And I said, that's who I'm going to do for the rest of my life. These people talk about their life. They listen to the music. They get paid. I lost it and that was my mission and I did it. It, it wasn't an easy ride, but for those that want to get into the radio and the entertainment business, there's moments that you don't in la casa. You're going to sleep in your car. You're going to be homeless. You're not going to have money. You're going to get paid via gift card uh, or pay now cash app. But that was back then. You know, you're going to get fired. You're going to get hired. You're going to get fired. You're going to get hired. You're going to lose relationships, even lose family members. But if you stay focus on what you oh, want wow. get it yeah 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 mira before i got this tia gloria let me tell you something yo perdí el trabajo esa mañana that morning i lost my job at a station in new york where i dreamt to be at because i didn't always do new york radio i went to florida to start my career you know they they called me up to the big league hey i went to this company and i worked for them for mm-hmm. eight years i got fired from them three times no i'm sorry four times I work for one company. They fired me four times. The oh. first time after two years because of budget, you know, in this business, you get fired all the time. You know, it's not you personally it could be budget, but oh, yeah. I got fired four times. And then the last one, it was the final one. And then I, I applied for the Gloria at night. Got a call the next day or email the next day. And then I got another email and then COVID came and no communication. And then all of a sudden, oh, we didn't forget about you. We still thinking about you. And I finally got it in May of 2020 but I love this business it's so much fun you know like I get to be part of everybody's life that's why I think I fell in love with it because I get to talk that's like how you probably why you fall in love with podcasts why you started it go ahead and uh, tell me I got all day everybody you got all day <laughs> everybody's like bro listen to you we got no other choice <laughs> so at first also kind of during COVID right because I had gotten COVID and I was in quarantine and I've been thinking about doing a podcast for like the longest time. The must be no idea what I was going to call it, what it was going to be about. But slowly, kind of throughout that year, things started coming together. I figuring out what I wanted to talk about. And because I was just going through so much emotionally, personally, mentally, I was like, I need like an out. I need an out to kind of dissect this. Because I was going to therapy, but I was like, I need some sort of outlet to let this all out, mm-hmm. to air it out and maybe like in a way help other people, you know? Yeah. Almost like if it was like a personal diary, you know, like mm-hmm. me talking about what I wanted to talk about. And because like at the same time, I feel like there was nothing else out there of what I'm doing in a way. Like mm-hmm. there wasn't the help that I was wanting or the things that I wanted answered or the things that I wanted to talk about coming from somebody who looks and talks like me. So I was like, if I can't find it, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to be it. So that's how I started it. I didn't expect a lot of people to follow and I didn't expect a lot of people to really resonate or listen. You know, like that's the hope, but the, you know, I wasn't like giving myself high expectations. So I was like, I'm just a little indie pod. I just started 
a ver qué pasa, right? Around January and February, it blew up. I think we're being listened to in over 15, 13 countries, I think I want to say. You know, went all over the country, people like messaging and people asking like, whoa, where has this been? And people saying like, this is exactly how I've been feeling, but I haven't been able to word it. People being like, I feel like I'm talking to my big sister. I feel like I'm talking to my familia at the table and we're just chatting and checking up. Because like some of the things would be serious topics, right? But some of the things were just like, o sea, cualquier otra discusión. Like we're just talking. And so there was actually a girl who messaged me and she's like, hey, like I just moved because I live in Utah. She's like, I just moved here. I have no friends and family here. She's like, but I've been listening to your podcast and I feel like I have friends. I look forward to listening to you guys because, like, oh my gosh, I'm catching up with my friends. And so that kind of like, you know, it touched me. And I was like, I'm glad that this is like providing resources and information for the BIPOC community, for La Raza, right? But also creating a space that they feel comfortable and safe enough that they feel like they're talking to their own people. You know, it's not. And I think that's what I like that it's becoming, it's become authentic, it's genuine, it's raw. So it's not, you know, it's not a celebrity behind the mic, you know, this is another person. And so I think that's what people like about it. So, and I didn't expect it to blow up, but different projects have come about it. Like I actually did a collaboration with Planned Parenthood not too long ago. Yeah. Um, yes. And I had somebody talk to me about wanting to kind of do a feature like on a magazine or something for it. There's some cool things going out and about with the podcast, but besides all those, like, o sea, lo, lo brioso, right? the, the glittery stuff of it, I really like the fact that it's pushed me out of my comfort zone yeah. and kind of, in a way, forced me to reach out to people because at principio, o sea, no tenía nadie, I didn't have guests, right? Like, I had to reach out to people to be uh-huh. guests. And they were mostly, like, my friends and family. But second season... Star. Yeah, and like the second season, I also reached out, but I also had people reach out to me. And then this third season, it's just been more like people reaching out to me. And for example, like I just, I just don't think I would have met people, and I don't think I would have like broadened my horizons, broadened my, I guess, opportunities to meet people from all over the world and offer the podcast. So that's what I appreciate it because we wouldn't be talking if it wasn't for the podcast. I know so, that's right because you and Utah, you talk, girl. Wait, wait, let's rewind. Me <laughs> para <laughs> You're in Utah, pero por qué? Were you born and raised there? You went there out of the blue? Like, girl, I would have moved to Utah, <laughs> like, for nothing. I would not come here to, no. But I was born and raised in Utah. Born and raised in Salt Lake City. I've been living here for almost 25 years. But between us, I'm ready to get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm ready to leave. It was a good place to grow up. It's just not my place anymore. Like, I'm ready to move on. With the rest of my life, but yeah. Come to New York. I'm uh, listen. We got doors open over here. Okay. I'm not a big city girl though. Like I feel like New York is great to visit, but I don't want to live there. What about Jersey? Jersey's a little calmer. You know, we got backyards out here. I know. I just don't. I don't think I want to go East Coast though. I think that's what it is. Ew. Ew. I I like the West Coast. I really Ew. do. Why? <laughs> I like, I like to visit everywhere, but I mean, I'm an East Coast girl all day. Every- I just like the vibes we got out here. I don't know. I'm a West Coast girl for sure. So you guys are I like that chill. all my national parks are over here. Yeah, I mean, we mira, don't get it twisted. Aquí tenemos parque también. Might not be the all the way national with the big trees, but we still got some national parks. And <laughs> 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 we got warm weather in Florida, but... Now, I get it. I mean, I, when I go like to L.A., even though L.A. is not the only part of that, 
pero that's the only part that I've been to. Everybody's super chill. Everybody got that little twang to them, that West Coast twang. Like, hey, like nothing bothers yeah. them. Yeah. I'll hear me, right? Ponte la pila, let's go. We got to get things done. I'm an East Coast kid, like, yeah. Def- like, they definitely say I'm chill when we hang out. Like, you're more like, or they laugh. Yeah, I can pero... tell you on the podcast. <laughs> pero, like, you know, internally, like, I feel like I'm very ambitious. Like, I'm always doing something. I'm always busy. But, mm-hmm. like, I told you, like, I lost my job. So, for the first time, I'm kind of, like, not for the first time, but the first time in, like, a while. It's, like, I'm putting things down. Like, I'm taking my time with stuff. Like, I can actually get my stuff organized. That's good. I told you, the universe wants you to sit your ass down, honey. They want you to cogelo con easy. So, tu café. <laughs> so speaking of i wanted to talk to you about manifestations and all that yes so you manifest yes everybody manifests in their own way you know some mm-hmm. people don't believe in god like for me when i manifest i say god you know you might say whoever you believe in if it's a bush if it's a saint if it's not a saint if it's a rock whoever you believe in you just put it out in the universe and you say please oh no you say please you say thank you when you manifest things it's you're saying thank you for getting something that you haven't already gotten because you don't know you haven't gotten it, but the universe mm-hmm. knows that it's going to give it to you. So, you know, I always, for me, since I think I got into this business, I, I think mm-hmm. that's when I really got into the manifestation. I heard somebody talking about it. I told you, let me tell you, lies. I really got into it when I went through a breakup. Oh my God, oh. it was the worst breakup ever. And I watched Eat, Pray, Love. Something about that movie that opened me up to watch another movie that taught me about manifestation where, you know, you just, you know, if you haven't seen the secret, that'll also help you. But, you know, I just started not even writing down. I would just wake up every morning and say, thank you. Thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for this, you know, that I'm able to breathe. Thank you that my mom and dad are alive. Cause you know, sometimes we don't know what we say thank you for. For me, yeah. manifestation was just always saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then trusting that God was going to give me everything I wanted because he, he's going to give you everything. You know, I'm very religious. I don't know about anybody. I mean, you're in Utah, so I know you are. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not Mormon, though. I'm a. Uh, I'm Catholic. No, but I mean, uh, but yeah, but yeah, I'm religious. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm yeah. Even don't get yeah. it twisted. You know, soy Santa. I'm a heathen, but oh, I. I know that <laughs> God knows my heart. You don't have to be a saint to believe in God. He knows that you. You are going to do bad. You're going to have sex with people before marriage. You're going to maybe even rob somebody. <laughs> but as long as you say sorry, it's sigue palante. So I <laughs> you say I, sorry. Yeah. Once I realized that. It's all good. Yeah, man. I would be like, yo, I, and I talked to God. Like I talked, if I was talking to you, like, yo, bitch, what's wrong with you? Well, me with God, I'd be like, yo, my dude, that was fucked up. When I think he closed the door on me. Like that's the relationship that I have with him. Mm-hmm. And for the longest every time I, I come to him he might not give it to me right away like he wouldn't give me a man mm-hmm. right away he was like Mira, you're gonna deal with these little boogers left and right cuando tú aprende that the right man's gonna come to you and you're gonna see it then i'm gonna give it to you so it wasn't like i manifested my man that i have now that i've been with for the last four years the job every time i'm like listen when a door closes, I say thank you for that door closing. I know you have another mm-hmm. one coming, and in between, you, you you'll get me through it. You know, I manifest my New York job. I kept saying I will be in New York. Thank you that I'll be in New York. I thank you that I'll make figures. I thank you that I will have my apartment. And I said it 
almost every day. But mostly I would I would do at least definitely once a month or when the, the new moon or the full moon is coming. Just to say thank you because I know it was it was on its way. I felt it in my heart. So um, I, I would say it first in the beginning and then I started writing it down. It's something about writing. You know, like it's all good to type it in your phone. It's all good with writing, you know, putting stuff in your computer. But when you write it down, it's like coming from your soul. So I would write down everything that I wanted and I got. I was like, thank you, God, that I am going to be on a radio station. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be Hot 97 or Z100, which is the big goal. It's like the Yankees, the Red Sox, or the, the Lakers, and the Lakers, the, the Dodgers. I was like, I don't care if it's not them, but I just would like to be in New York because that's where I've always dreamed of. I want to learn everything. I want to end mm -hmm. up being a music director, program director, and then I want to take what I learned and bring it back to Florida because ultimately I would like to retire in Florida. And I got it. Like, honey, I, when I said I, everything I wrote down, I manifested, I got. And even, I even said I wanted to travel the world with my brother and I wanted to do a reality show and I got it. That was the, that was the one when I really meet a, I knew I had manifestation work. <clears throat> and it's just, like I said, it's always saying thank you for what you want knowing that they're going to give it to you. So I kept saying, thank you that me and my brother are going to do a television show together. Cause I always knew my brother's going to be a star. So I said, I thank you Lord that me and my brother are going to travel the world and do a TV show together. Sure enough, I lost my job one time in September. And usually I would ask my brother to come to auditions with me. And he's like, yeah, 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 I'll go. But he never comes this time. Excuse me. In 2014, he said, yes. And I was like, okay, I got it. Like, thank you, universe. Like, as, as soon as we, before we got in the car, I said, thank you, universe, because this is ours. We went out there. We were the first ones in line. We got a call back that right before we walked out, we got casted for a reality show on NBC where we traveled the United States competing for $100,000 with Ford, a company that has old money, old dinero, dinero que mira. They don't even know what to do with. So they, they sent us out on the road with, with five other groups. And we flew fighter planes in L.A. We dangled off the side of some building, trampolining in San Francisco. We went on a scavenger hunt in New York. We went jousting. I went ziplining in, in Vegas from building to building. Things that I would have never thought I would be able to do. But thank God, you know. You trust in him. And he's going to give you something amazing. And he does. That ended and I manifested my job in New York. I, mean, I said, Lord, listen, I, I want to do television. But I didn't say a cartoon. I just said I want to do TV and I did it. It wasn't like a job that was posted anywhere. It was just I lost my job in the morning and I just went on a quick website. And by chance, I saw it and I applied and I said, listen, universe, thank you. You know, if this mine is mine. I appreciate it. And boom. It was my that's it's, crazy it is like it's hard to believe though because you know people be hearing people say oh manifest this or you got to believe uh, I, i'm not gonna say like i, I always believe T things take time and you have to believe that when they give it to you you prepare you don't want to get a job and let it be <laughs> figure and you lose it right away you're gonna be like what the fuck? why yeah. you gonna give something to me and take it away i'd rather let the universe take time give me the job that i'm supposed to have we keep going. Quick question. Who, what was the reality show you were on? Oh, it's called Escape Route. It was, let me tell you, it was on Saturdays on NBC. And I feel like it was just a commercial with people playing games, which I loved it, you know, because we were promoting the car. It was the Ford Escape. You know, we flew to different cities. Our cars waited for us there and we would uh, get in our car and do an urban challenge and a city challenge. So we would go out to the urban side 
like the rural area and then we'd come back to the city and compete. We had two hosts. We had one host was, well, Ross was our host. And then we had a big YouTuber. It's with a J. She did our online part of the show where we would, people would, um, and it was an interactive show. So it was kind of like the first of its time. People were helping us get through challenges. We couldn't do things if the listeners weren't or the people that follow us weren't helping us. Yeah, so we just did it. We lost, clearly. It was a family from, uh, the brothers from from Seattle one. And let me tell you something, in Seattle, they'd be just pushing out thoroughbreds. (laughs) Because they they didn't only win escape routes. Their sister won Amazing Race. So that whole family just wins things. So, uh, yeah, so the show was fun. Well, uh, I'm looking up what escape route. Is. Yeah, let me see if it's still up. No, I went to the first primetime show, social TV show. I think that was you and your brother. Yes, let me click on it. Oh, yeah, 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 Upon opening the phone, the teams received a text that then prompted them to take a picture of their best fish face and get their virtual teammates to retweet that photo one hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, it was a lot. It of looks fun. fun. Oh my god, it was it was a dream come true. I will say, take care of you very well. <laughs> they feed you, they pay you, but it's a reality TV show. So please, if anyone's thinking about getting on reality TV, understand you could give them all the best that you could possibly give. You could be a saint. But they will flip it and make you not a saint. Like I had a problem with a house being clean. Like I like to have my house clean. The cast younger than me. They don't believe in a house being clean. So they flipped it around, like making it like it's a bad thing that I want the house clean. Or one of the girls kept doing cart cartwheels and showing her vagina. And I was a little bit like, I'm all about women empowerment. Do your thing. At that time, I didn't I just was like, we shouldn't be out here having to show our vagina but she wasn't really showing it it was just it was just something that was Mm -hmm. irking me about her and they made me the the villain of the show i was the angry latina which was yeah but it was all good but they didn't make it it that bad like the angry latina who likes a house clean like hello we like our casa limpia mommy made me clean the house all day every day so it didn't bother me yeah so that's what i kept telling them and then you know one time i remember on the show they came to me because they knew I liked my house clean. So they uh, mm-hmm. we were living in New York. Mind you, the night before, yo limpia esa cocina. Like, I was not leaving that kitchen dirty. Esa cocina estaba limpia. I wake up in the morning and I see all the trate. Because I was sleeping on the couch. They were like, go to, go to your rooms. You know, we got to set up for the next scene. I said, all right, all right. I'll go to the room. And I went to the shower, got dressed. I come back out. They were like, oh, you guys can come out. I go and I see in the kitchen all the dirty trates on the table. I'm talking about cots, plates. And I was like, oh, they're trying to set me up. You could see it. They're trying to set me up. They want me to be angry. So I go straight to the couch, make cueto. And one of the producers, I remember clear as day, yo, loca, um, so the kitchen's dirty. I'm not saying, you know, that you should be mad, but I'm just saying you don't like a dirty kitchen. Who are you going to argue with? Like, who are you going to tell to clean it up? I'm like, what? I was like, if you want me to argue with everybody, just tell me. I'll do it. Just tell me. Don't treat me like I'm an idiot. He goes, I'm just saying. If you want to you know, stand up for your house being clean, I would do it. I was like, whatever, dude. And I went and I was like, yo, anybody going to clean these dishes? Because I didn't leave them here. And so they made a big scene about it. Oh, my God. Everybody was like, you know, and then 
there was two guys that ugh, the show was good though. <laughs> I didn't want a good yeah. TV, but it was great. I got to travel with my brother, which is the best part of it. I got to have memories with him. It all sounds good. I don't like the fact that media always tries to kind of like typecast people. Yeah, especially like when like Latina women, they're always kind of portrayed as like these angry, dramatic Latinas, like women. I think that's women and of color, period. It's just, Latina. It's, that's women of color. Yeah, mostly. and it's always bugged me. I mean, you know what it was? Uh, I think I opened the uh, door. You think so? Because when I got mad, I voiced my opinion. I wasn't physical. I voiced my opinion. So they jumped on it like, yo, we're going to make her. Because if you give them just an inch that you get mad of something, they'll pounce on it. And that was like, I think our third day at the house is where I, I kind of like showed them that I don't play around. And I think that's where they pounced on it. So I, I take blame for that part. But yes, the media, you know, it, it's what people like, unfortunately. Like, why do people watch Basketball Wives? Why do people watch Real Housewives of Atlanta? Why do people watch Love and Hip Hop? It's for the drama. It's for the fight. You know, and any of the reality TV, of course, at the end, we want somebody to win money. But, you know, we come in for the entertainment factor. The one thing I wasn't going to do was put my hands on nobody because I don't that wasn't going to end well for nobody. <laughs> but the anger part, you know, I stuck because that kind of was like the theme for the rest of the show. It got me crying and upset that it got me to it. But, you know, it is what it is. They already know who they're going to win. The producers, they know who they're going to pick, whoever is the favorite or if they want to pick the villain, but they're going to, you know, this show was a family friendly show. So they went with the, the two wholesome brothers where, you know, their sister won amazing race though, of course, but they were, but in their right. And with that being said, they were very athletic, super talented. Just, I love one of them, Derek. Oh my God. I love both of them, but Derek is my boo. Oh, I love him. I love him. I love him. I still keep in contact with him. And this show pushed out some good talent. Yeah. We got Terrence who is on CBS. And then you got me on Alma's Way, which is out right now on uh, PBS. He's on CBS. I'm on PBS. He has a children's book. I work on a children's show. So, you know, they didn't do a bad picking over there. He's an Emmy winner. I'm soon to be an Emmy winner. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, all good things. I just don't like that portrayal of women in general. Yeah. But for sure, something we should work on. Like, I understand the entertainment factor. But at the same time, like, at this point, like, it's kind of, like, overplayed and overdue and overused. And it's like, bro. Mm -hmm. You damn well know there's more to a woman of color than, like, just because she calls you out or she's being confrontational does not mean she's angry or does not mean she's got problems. Like, that means she's strong and she knows her value and her worth. Very like much. any other woman should. Yeah, but they take it as you are but too confrontational. Because we live in a white society and run by men, they hate it. Well, men get intimidated by a strong woman. At least that's been my experience. When you work in the entertainment business, yes, it is like that. So I'm not disagreeing with you at all. But, you, you know, you fight through it and just don't don't fuck with the ones who, who treat you like that, at least, you know. And, you know, it was whatever at that moment, but it does suck. You could only do what you allow, you allow them to do. Like, since that moment, I refuse to do anything that has me come out of my pocket. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we all have to to learn. Mm -hmm. like, you don't like you don't like it, right? So you don't support things that that do that. Like I, if I don't like something, I don't a talk about it. I don't mm -hmm. watch it. I don't support it. I don't buy nothing from it. Like 
the Kardashians to them, you know, like, and I'm just using an example because that's the one thing that everybody can relate to. It's not that I'm picking on them, but I think if I were to say another show, people would be like, I don't know about one, but the Kardashians. I don't, I, like, I love plastic surgery. I'm one, listen, you got the money, go get it done. But there's certain things that I feel like, you know, you guys are billionaires. You have money. You don't have to continue to do certain things on the reality show. Like, you can you change it up and make it more positive for the kids that are watching your show. You understand? So, yeah. like, I'll use them as example, but I won't watch their show. I'm not going to bash them, but I'm going to just point out. Or, like, I... Kanye, I, I don't talk about him on the radio. When I'm on the radio, if it's not something positive, I could say, I just don't talk about him because I feel like he's using us. But I love him because he was one of my first interviews in my career. I love him to death for that. But yeah, you know, like if you don't like it, you don't support it. Yeah, it's the entertainment world. And here to entertain those. And we're in, unfortunately in the, the era of misery where people just want to be angry about everything. But then we're also at the time of right. finding mental health. And, and self-wealth and self-worth and love. So focus on that. That's cool you met Kanye West. Yeah, man. That was one of my, he was, it was through the wire when it dropped. Kanye West uh, came into our, I was an intern at BET, uh, 106 in Park and came in and through the wire was released. My boss sent me downstairs. I didn't know who he was. I wasn't really, I'm a hip hop head, but I didn't know who he was because he was crossing over into the, the artist side instead of the producer side. So he came in and you know, I was like, hi, how are you? And that was the only thing I got out because he ran with it. Like the Kanye that you see now is the Kanye that you, I met before. Just maybe a little bit more eccentric. But I said, hi, how are you? He took my mic. He said, I'm good. You know why I'm wearing this Louis Vuitton book bag? Because I'm the Louis Vuitton king. And then he talked about his pants and his jacket and he thought about what he wore. Like, that's exactly what I got from him that day. And it was the most funniest interview of my life. But it was one I will never forget because I was like, this kid is never going to make it. He talked too much cash money-ish. And I, you know, like they said, don't judge a book by its cover. I judged him not thinking that he was, I thought he wasn't going to be talented and look at him now. A genius when it comes to the music. Wait, do you mind if I ask you, like, if you've met other celebrities? Thanks to God, I met a lot. Um, I interviewed Janet Jackson. I've, I, I think I've interviewed everybody besides Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah. Oh. I've probably done it, and it, they've all been by, by chance. It's been fun. You know, this, this little thing. Like J-Lo and... Okay, let's take it back. J-Lo will not really... She don't do interviews for radio. She only does it for the big one, which was... Oh, okay. oh matter of fact, no, I take it back. Yes, I did. Oh, I keep forgetting my intern days <clears throat> prior to social media. Uh, and as I was an intern, I worked for 106 in Park, but I did a prep service, which our job before was to be, I would get all the interviews, the artists to come into our studio. It was a little office uh -huh. and we would patch them into every market. It could be Utah, it could be Puerto Rico, it could be LA, it could be Wisconsin, it could be Canada. These artists, you know, people will be like, oh, we got this guy in the studio. But in reality, they were in my studio and I would patch them in. And that was my job as an intern was to sit there and patch each artist and then do pre-interviews with them. And J-Lo was one of them. Also, Bill Cosby was one of them. Pitbull was one of them. One of them and Diddy, too. Just, just for a few. Yeah, it's a lot That's of fun. Cool. Yeah, That's as an intern, cool. not getting paid and I'm learning and being thrown in there to interview artists. That, that is crazy i was young and 
again, I'm I'm a Latina in there, and I'm I was I was very proud. I'm like I'm a I am not gonna say I was. I am a very proud one. That's why I named myself La Loca on the radio because <clears throat> I wanted to always make sure that people, anybody, any Latina that was listening to the radio or watching on TV understood that we could do it. We're not just made. We're not just housewives. We're not just uh, seamstress because people like to think that we're all just seamstress. We are talented and we could do, we could speak Spanglish and still make a living, you know, because a lot of times if you're Hispanic, yeah. you got to speak that perfect Spanish and work on La Vega. I don't know what the Spanish station over there is, but here is La Mega. I'm proud to say like I am first in the country to fluent Spanish speaking on the radio for an urban AC station, which means it was predominantly African-American. And usually when you're on that radio, those type of formats, you don't speak Spanish. You speak English only because it's older African-American women and men. And all PDs tell me, like, I'm the first one that would sit there and go back and forth from English to Spanish, English to Spanish. And that was something that I take pride in because, you know, I just want everybody to see that we could do it. And I love being Hispanic. What? We are fly, yeah. yo. Everybody, you fly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Irish people, you know, my yeah. Jamaicans made up at all. Listen, if God were to ask me when you what you want to come back as again, Dominicana, Latina, just give me something that's Spanish with adobo. Thank you. Before we kind of wrap up this episode, I did have yeah. a, like a couple more questions. In honor of Hispanic Heritage Month, and we can just say Hispanic Latino Heritage Month because you know. Mm-hmm. Not one in the same, but like both deserve their pride and recognition. Tell us about your Dominican pride. Like, give us a little history on it. Like being like Dominican. So, it's like your favorite places to go, um, like festivities, traditions, anything, anything you want to say. I don't even know if you guys. I'm sure you guys have some stuff that goes down in New York. I'm just curious, like what you guys do. My pride of being Dominican is just la comida, of course. To be honest, like I don't know any. Like I know, I know. Everybody's culture, Puerto Rico, Dominican, and Mexico, Ecuadorian. My boyfriend's Ecuadorian, but it's just something about that Dominican swag <laughs> from the food, from the dancing, the merengue, the bachata, the mangu, the arroz, habichuela. The food is the, the one thing that I, I am very proud of. And then, of course, the dancing. And then, you know, our, our celebrations for Christmas. Boy, I don't know how you guys do it, but our Christmas parties are for like the whole month. <laughs> in Santo Domingo like we fly out there we don't party in our house like it's like almost everybody opens their doors and you could just walk in and go eat their food and dance and then go to the next house and dance like it's just a celebration here in New York we have the Dominican parade so we do a lot of that celebration here every August the second Sunday of August we like to celebrate the love the orgullo the pride that is dominican uh we do have some ugliness in our side i will never hide that i wish we would get it together but we are coming we are getting it together slowly but surely but you know i just i just love the the pride and and the athleticism because honey we are beasts with the bat oh yes honey baseball is ours and that's probably why i I played softball through high school and college and i would have played pro I would have played pro if I could have, um, if I didn't do radio. Because I would have went to like Japan or Korea or played. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you played any sports? Kind of. I was actually more of a running athlete. So I ran track and <gasps> for track and field and I did cross country. Me um, too. I did cross country. Yeah. Yeah, I only did it for the letter. I stopped. <laughs> and I did a little bit. I did play softball for a hot second. Um, but if we're being honest, I feel like 
for some reason, o sea, me daba, I don't know why me daba pena doing sport in high school. What? I don't, I'm being, I'm being honest. I really don't know why. I was so embarrassed doing sports, like being with all these, I don't know. Like in high school, it was like very insecure, like very, very insecure. So I don't know. I think maybe it was all that, you know, like me being like, you know, doubting my skills and doubting my stuff. And then also, yeah, these plays like years later, right? Because I graduated high school seven years ago, athletic, and I've gotten into like, like you know, to the gym and do weights, and I do morning, like I go on runs in the morning, and I feel like I'm the healthiest version of myself now compared to then. Mm-hmm. And I could probably like, you know, outrun my teenage self, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm more confident in who I am as opposed to when that was. Yeah. And so I think confidence is every manifestations. You know, like if you believe it, then it is. Or enough. Now, how did you get to this confidence now? I've actually talked about it in a couple episodes on the podcast. I think the last one was probably about self-love, mm-hmm. which was the most recent one. The last episode of season two, I talked about it. But honestly, it was a combination of therapy and self-pampering and really putting in the time to take care of myself and do me. I don't know if it's a Latino thing. I don't know if it's an older sibling Latino thing. Over the years, I've been so focused on taking care of everybody else but me. Mm. And during the global pandemic, you know, both in the world and in my like personal life, I was like, at the end of the day, the person I'm going to be coming home to is myself. You know, that's right. If I don't right. give myself the love and care I need, the mm-hmm. love and care that I've been giving other people, I'm never going to make it out of this. Slowly but surely, started coming through and building each, and like you know, building my layers of self confidence. But at the same time, I was like, we're still human. Like every now and then, like I have myself doubt. I, you know, question everything. I question myself, but then I almost kind of like put it into perspective like look at everything we've done look at everything i've done we good bb like Mm -hmm. you got this look how far you've come you have a podcast that's very successful you know you're on your way to be a lawyer you know you're a good person i mean i don't know you like that but so far you seem like you you okay with me i know you like that i invite you to the house (laughs) Con cafecito, pero besides that, I wouldn't let oh, it it's like that. It's like that. Mira, take it easy. I gotta, I gotta really get to know you. But ahora, mira, like you got your scent together. You can come have some coffee. And that's it. You stay right on the porch. And then I'll bring you in. It's like a relationship. I can't just give you the poom poom early. I gotta, you know. Hey, I'm gonna book the trip. <laughs> I'm gonna yes, yes, hours. Somewhere. Yeah, the porch is clean. We got flowers out there now. We got nice little decoration for Halloween. I'm, but you know what's funny is I'm one of those people that I want to help everybody oh. and I want to invite everybody. So I'm like, when anybody's yeah. like, oh, I want to, I want to try to live in New York. Oh, man, you think I'm quiet You know, and I, really? and my boyfriend is like, yeah, I'd be like, come stay with me. You can stay for my yeah. mom. And my boyfriend be like, yo, you know that they can squat here if they wanted to. And I'm like, okay, you come, but you can't get no mail here. If you got a letter here, you got to go. <laughs> That's what I start saying. Like, ah, oh, but I like to help everybody. So. I'll come, I'll come busy you for sure. Yeah, come through. I'll come busy oh you. I want to go to New York. I've never been and I've been wanting. It may not happen this year, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen sooner rather than later. What do you like to do? What do you like to eat? Because I'll, I'll, I'll start planning everything now. I got a couple friends that are chefs. I like, so will... I like to eat everything. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm not picky. Like, I, I like to eat everything. And as long as there's coffee in the morning, I'm good. Oh, I love agua fresca. I love everything. And like, I love Latino culture because there's so much like oh, seasoning and spice.
spices. Uh-huh. I just love Latino food in general. Okay. I might have my friend. He goes to uh, NYU. Tag along oh, with me. me. Yes, NYU. Okay. He's really smart. Um, he wants to be a teacher, oh, and uh, I think he's Salvadorian. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's been telling me for a hot minute like you should come over because I want to sightsee. You know, I want to see certain locations. Yes. And so he's like, you should come over so I can show you around. He's like, because me tell when it was like during COVID. He's like, girl. He's like, there are not a lot of people out and about in New York, and that's rare. Book a flight, so we can take you out and out to museums. My favorite restaurant, okay. which is Picking Cow, or oh, okay, wait, I'll come in November. I was like, now I'm yes, convinced. we figured it out. I'll come in November. <laughs> okay, listen, you got the time okay. right now before you start a right, well, I know, I know, I know. I just paid a lot of stuff, so it's like if I honestly if I had like some money, I just paid my payments. I would, but <laughs> let me come back to you in November. I'll let you know. I'll make it work. All right. Before we wrap up, any advice for other Hispanic Latinos who are unsure putting out their content or struggling, like, you know, aren't sure, like if they want to go into the social media world or just not sure how they're presenting themselves, like what do you, what would you like to tell them? Put it out. Don't hold it. Don't wait for, oh, wait till I get a new camera. Wait till I get lighting. Just do it because what you have, nobody else has. That talent, that drive, that, the way you say hi, they can't say it like you. So you are one of a kind. Put it out there. There's somebody that definitely wants to watch and, and, and see your beautiful face. And, and it's not all about beauty, but it's a package. They get to see all of you. And, and even if you're out here just crying or upset, somebody is feeling the same way as you. And why not have them hear it from you, what your struggles are going through so they can learn and you can learn from them. You know, because it's not always happy in this social media world. So understand that part first. It's not all what these uh, YouTubers and Instagrammers live. It's hard, but <clears throat> if you're doing it for fun, you will succeed beyond measures. Now, if you're doing it for the money, then, you know, it, it might be a little hard. And I would recommend that you don't. But money is king. We all want money. We do this all for money. But if you could find a way to fall in love with it and you're just having fun, you could do it. And so please don't hold back. Just do it. Like Nike says, just do it. Well, make sure y'all watch me on, oh, on my way. Really? What, what days, what times is it streaming? Monday through Friday. You can go online right now, pbskids.org. But if you want to watch it, you know, like I do, old school way, on the TV, 8.30, Monday through Friday. I'm Tia Gloria. Again, I wear the purple shirt and I have a gap in my tooth, not in real life, but on the cartoon. And my hair is nice and curly not in real life i have very rough coarse hair <laughs> and i got a purple streak i never colored my hair before in my life but oh yeah so definitely check it out it's really good it, even adults can fall in love and find it funny you know it's for kids two to six years old and, and it's such a great show maria sonia manzano created this show from sesame street so this is legendary stuff right here you know like it's a show made for us made for everyone but highlighting us latinos our pride our food our culture and it's on display for everyone to just see and enjoy that's something that i'm very proud of so definitely check it alma's way pbs kids and lin-manuel did our music okay honey we got some heavy hitters there
Well, that wraps up the episode. Thank you so much to Sharon for joining us. I'm going to go ahead and give her a chance to shout out her social media accounts if you want to follow her and make sure you check out her new show, Alma's Way, streaming now on PBS Kids. All right, listen, mi gente, do not call me Sharon. You can call me loca because that's what everybody calls me, my mommy. Okay, so <laughs> when you try to find me on all social media, it's La Loca. That's I-T-S-L-A-L-O-C-A on Instagram, Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. Unfortunately, uh, somebody had it, so I had to add a TV to it. But yeah, on YouTube, you will see my journey of how I got to where I'm at right now. Uh, I'm an open book. I leave everything out there for everybody to see because, hell, we're in the new world of people's life anyway so yeah follow me there but most importantly check me out monday through friday at 8 30 on pbs kids alma's way <laughs> thank you which means may god bless you today tomorrow forever deuces i'm out and don't forget to follow us on our social media pages to be up to date on what we have going on on the Self-Conscious Podcast, which is where our guests will be on upcoming episodes, podcast collabs, small business highlights, announcements, and so much more. Our Instagram page is Self-Conscious Podcast, and our Twitter account is at Conscious Podcast. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. Like always, I hope you resonated with the episode, learned something from it. If you liked the episode, go ahead and subscribe to the Self-Conscious Podcast. We are available on all your favorite podcasting apps. And make sure when you leave us a rating, also leave us a review. Help spread the word. While you're at it, go ahead and share the episode with a friend or family member. The more listeners, the better. We post new episodes every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Standard Time. This is Todo Por I will see you all next week for a whole new episode. Until then, have a good one, Conchitas. And remember, stay spooky this season.